I thought I would tell y'all a story, true story, that actually happened about, oh gosh, probably 10 or more years ago. Seems like it's been a good while back. My wife and I and our children, my two girls at the time, had just left church and we're heading home and we had to stop well I should tell you we lived in a um, we lived in a very small town in Georgia if you're familiar with it we lived in Jessup Georgia J-E-S-U-P Georgia very small rural southern Georgia town and uh, on our way home from church we decided to stop off at the uh, Dollar General to pick up something I don't even remember what it was but I as I walked into the store, um, I heard the lady behind the counter just yelling at this this little kid, this, this well, this young black kid. He was probably a teenager, and um, she was yelling at him. And I, I heard her say a few things to him, and he hung his head and walked out. And um, I looked back to see what was going on, and I noticed he walked out and turned left, and. Um, so I asked the lady as I was paying, I said, well, what'd that, what'd that boy do? What happened? And she said, he was in here trying to steal. And uh, she said, he knows better. He, he should be glad I didn't call the police on him. And um, I said, my goodness. Um, and she said, uh, yeah, next time I'm going to call the police on him. And so uh, I um, walked outside and, and I was going to the van and I noticed the little boy went into Winn-Dixie, which was right next door. Winn-Dixie's a grocery store. And um, so I motioned my wife I was going into Winn-Dixie. And uh, she looked at me kind of puzzled. And I walked over to Winn-Dixie and walked inside. And I sort of followed this little boy. And I noticed he went down one of the aisles. Well, when I came up to him, I came down the aisle. I was coming up behind him a little bit. And um, he was on the... Uh, clothes washing aisle, clothes, clothes detergent, you know, and I saw him looking around and looking around, and he looked at me, and he looked down, and he looked at the clothes washing, and I said, um, do you need clothes washing powder? Um, he said, yes, sir, I, I need to wash my clothes, and we don't have any, any money, and I got to wash my clothes for school, and uh, it broke my heart. I mean, it, it literally pulled at my heartstrings, and I I, I, I stood there and I thought, my God, this kid's not stealing candy. He's not stealing electronics. He's, he, he's stealing powder to wash his clothes with. And how could I not help this kid, you know? So I told him, I said, well, listen, you, you, you don't want to steal these things. If you steal these things, you know, you're going to get in trouble and the police are going to get involved and you'll, you just, it's, it's not worth it. Don't do it. And so, um, so he looked at me and he said, but I don't have any money. And I said, well, I said, today I'm going to buy it for you. I said, but I don't want you to steal. And um, I said, you'll get in trouble. And I said, these people don't care if, if you are poor or not. They'll call the police. And I said, pick out whatever kind you want. He did. And I said, do you have, do you have a softener to make your clothes smell good? And he said, no, sir. And I said, well, let's get you some of this too. And he said, okay. And so we got him, I got him some softener and some washing powder. And I said, is there anything else you need? And he said, no, sir, that's it. And uh, 
we walked up to the counter and I paid for it and uh, I said well do you live far away and he said I just live you know down the road and I said well would you like a ride I said my, my wife and kids are in the car and I said um, we'll, we'll give you a ride and so of course he said sure I, I'd love a ride and so put him in the van with us and I, I don't ordinarily do that because you know you just can't trust anybody but I just didn't feel like this kid was going to cause any problems the, the most of his concern was you know um, buying washing powder so I put him in the van or I, I let him in the van and um, we we drove off and I told my wife I'll explain to you when we get home and we rode down the road and he told me where to turn <clears throat> And um, we pulled up at this just old, beaten down, fallen down shack of a house and the poor black section of town. And uh, I pulled up to the, to the front and he said, this is where I live, sir. And I said, okay. And I said, remember what I told you. I said, don't steal. Please don't steal. It's not worth it. And he said, yes, sir. And he left and I never saw him again but I've never forgotten that man. And it's been a long time. And I, I often wonder, you know, I, I don't know what his circumstances were, or if he made it out of that, if he made the right choices in life. I'm not really sure, but, you know, around the holiday seasons, I guess, you know, it, it kind of makes me think about that uh, at church we had a tree with names and things on it that, that people, you know, that we were buying things for kids in the neighborhood or in the, in the community who didn't have Christmas. And uh, I um, had avoided the tree because I felt like I wanted to buy for my children. And I guess a little selfish part of me didn't want to spend money on kids that weren't mine. And I happened to make my way over there and I was talking to the young lady behind the the desk and she had about five or six of these little uh, I don't know tags that names on them and I, I saw one and I said um, I picked it up and it said clothes for a 12 year old and I thought you know he's not asking for toys he's not asking for candy he's not asking for games or anything like that he's he's asking for clothes and it took me back to when I was a kid and I didn't have the right clothes to wear to school and I had one pair of pants and two shirts and that was all I had. And I had a pair of shoes that were hand-me-down from my brother that had holes in them. And uh, the pain that I remembered, pain from being poor, not having enough, and then having to go out into school and be with kids whose mom and dads had enough money and they could buy them the things they needed reminded me of how I was a little kid and how there was a lady who bought me some clothes and, um, and I've never forgotten that. And so I grabbed that card as quickly as I could and I said, I, I'll, I'll take care of this one. And she said, okay. And so I put it in my wallet and later down the road I took it out and I read it again and, and I thought you know I want to do something for this kid you know um, I, I'll never see him I'll never know who it is and he'll never know who I am but I 
I want to do something for him that's that's you know special and um, so at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna take my son who's 13 and I'm gonna have him help me pick out some stuff that would be cool for this kid to wear and so anyway during this holiday season um, I hope you'll look for opportunities where maybe you could do something for somebody or maybe somebody's done something for you you know I always say uh, there's always somebody out there who's got it worse than I do you know sometimes I'll say to people they'll ask me how am I doing you know and I'll say I'm doing good I didn't sleep under a bridge last night and I didn't go hungry and so far I've not slept under a bridge and I haven't gone hungry and the Lord has given me resources even more than I need and so this season I want to encourage you to do something like that for someone maybe they're in your neighborhood maybe it's somebody you know maybe it's just a stranger you know um, anyway just thought I'd share that story with you. I hope it encourages you and, and as much as it has encouraged me. Anyway, thanks for listening again.